0: to the Moisture Festival podcast. I am Matthew Baker and I perform a comedy
1: stunt show at the Moisture Festival. And I'm Louie Fox and I perform a comedy magic show and hand shadow puppets at the Moisture Festival.
0: If you're new to this program and don't know exactly what the Moisture Festival is, the Moisture Festival is a four week festival celebrating the variety arts and it happens in the city of Seattle. They've
1: got the new venue, which is the Broadway Performance Hall. Now this is the largest festival of its kind in the world and features some of the best entertainers and comedians working today.
0: The festival happens in the months of March and April and not only do they have world-class variety acts, the Moisture Festival also hosts a week of burlesque shows
1: yeah now if you're listening to this during the festival or around festival time be sure to get tickets now because 95 percent of the shows sell out
0: you can get tickets to all of the shows by visiting the website moisturefestival.org
1: welcome to the moisture festival podcast i am louis fox i'm a magician and hand shadow artist that performs at the moisture festival Normally I'm joined by Matthew Baker, who is a comedy juggler, but today I'm going solo at the new Broadway Performance Hall, which is the new home for the 2023 Moisture Festival. The Broadway Performance Hall is in the Capitol Hill neighborhood of Seattle, but it's new to many of us performers who had previously performed at Hale's Palladium. I'm walking into the Broadway Performance Hall and the first thing I run into is an old friend, and new moisture festival performer, Peter Irish. Now this is your first year at the festival and you opened the show last night, how'd it go?
2: It went great, man, no pressure, right? The first show of the the first week of the entire fest and uh, they threw me out there, but uh, went really well. Yeah, had a great time, great crowd, uh, sold out show last night, packed house, crushed it. Nice, now for people who didn't hear your
1: full interview, real quick, just what's the bullet point of what you do?
2: I am a hacky sack world champion. I'm also a foot juggler, so I've combined juggling with the feet and juggling with the hands at the same time.
1: Wow. So it's like how I'd imagine a monkey would juggle.
2: Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Using juggling balls instead of bananas, maybe.
1: Now, you have the sweet spot in the show because you're first up... Yep. And then you can hang out the rest of the night.
2: Oh, yeah, man. I get to watch the whole show from the front row. So, yeah, put me on first every time. I'll take it.
1: You didn't never did the, the show at Hales, right?
2: No, no. Um, Broadway Performance Theater is my, my... Actually, you know, it's funny. The last show I did in Seattle was 15 years ago at Broadway Performance Hall. Same stage, same place. So it's kind of a weird thing, but... Yeah, I'm Wait, getting used I, to it by now. I
1: think I might have been in that show with you. I think
2: we, yeah, I think we were in the same show. <laughs> were we? I think we were. I think Godfrey was too. Actually, wasn't
1: he? Yeah, I think I was the. Yes, I think Godfrey was. I was going to say something that revealed the Godfrey. Look at
2: this big big family reunion.
1: So long. So what what are the tourist spots you're hitting up while you're in town that you remember from 15 years ago?
2: Well, you know, I'm staying out in like uh, Ballard, I think. Mm-hmm. So I'm a little bit outside the downtown area. But I went to the uh, museum of the Nordic Museum
3: oh,
4: yes.
2: today. And they had a uh, there was an exhibit by uh, Jonesy from Sigur I don't know if, if you guys know or uh, anyone knows Sigur Ross is a Icelandic music band, and the, the main guy's name is Jonesy, and he's wonderful. I'm a big fan. And it, he happens to be, have his only uh, American exhibition of his artwork, which is an installation, was at this museum, the Nordic Museum, which I happen to be staying two miles from. So it was like this mind-blowing, really cool uh coincidence that i got that i didn't even know was happening until like this morning i'm like well that's what i'm gonna do today you know <laughs> i'm gonna go hang out in jonesy's art exhibit
1: nice so, and yeah, then tomorrow good. you can go
2: to the swedish hall in queen
1: anne that's about two yeah, miles yeah down. yeah
2: and then i think there's a danish place i'm gonna hit out before i leave so oh, you know, well up in, in
1: north ballard there's uh larson's bakery which is a danish it used to be a danish bakery all right man
2: uh, all, all the uh, all the northern european spots that's what i'm going for awesome. um seattle thanks for chatting with me yeah thanks louis looking forward to the show tonight if you want to learn more about peter irish you can listen
1: to his full interview on march 1st 2023's episode of the moisture festival podcast on my way to the green room i run into moisture festival producer tim first and he's going to give me a tour of the broadway performance hall
5: through the first set of doors only and then up the stairs yeah. is how to get to backstage. <laughs> so the, we keep the elephants over here and <laughs> the, the, the main go. thing to remember is that this is the third floor mm-hmm. and we have access to fours three and four. Okay. If you find yourself on floor one you're in the wrong place. <laughs> so this is where the audience will enter and this is where um, Boxes are available from now until whenever and where dinner will be served between shows. Excellent, so this is the
1: boardroom. It's this all is... decorated with a lot of the pictures? With a lot of boards. Yeah, with a lot of boards. A lot of these are recognize, at <laughs> least, the images from uh-huh. Hales.
5: Yes, these are all things that were up in the dressing room at Hales that got saved and transported here.
1: The boardroom is also where meals are served and I check in with Kendra and Rona with the food folks team. I'm Kendra. Kendra, and what do you do here?
4: I'm on the food folks team. Okay, so
1: what does that mean?
4: We feed people here at Moisture Keep them nice and fed.
1: Nice. Now, is that a real accent or is that uh, your food folks accent?
4: Uh, I think that's just my voice. <laughs> Where are you from? I'm from Alaska originally. Okay. But yeah, I live on Vashon now.
1: Okay, so that's mm-hmm. the Vashon accent.
4: Yes, exactly. Yeah.
1: Where in Alaska?
4: I'm from Palmer, which is about 60 miles north of Anchorage.
1: Okay, very cool. So, how did you end up being a food folks?
4: Uh, well, I kept getting the Moisture Fest emails because I went in 2018 to Hale's Palladium for the show, mm-hmm. and yeah, I kept getting the emails about volunteering, and I finally caved in, <laughs> and now I'm volunteering. <laughs> <laughs> they just kept hammering and hammering. Yep, indeed. Yeah, it's so, efficient way to do it.
1: <laughs> this is your first year?
4: This is my first year volunteering for Moisture Fest, though.
1: Uh, so how is it working behind the scenes versus watching a show?
4: Uh, I like it pretty well. I'm excited to see a show. I haven't seen a show yet, but yeah, it's it's nice to see how like everything works like behind the curtain. See how the sausage is made? Indeed, yes.
1: You can watch, watch the uh, contortionist eat a cheeseburger.
4: Oh my god, that'd be awesome. I haven't seen that yet, but yes, please.
1: I think it'll happen.
4: I hope so. <laughs> I truly hope so.
1: So have you gotten to see little bits of any acts yet? Uh, yesterday?
4: I just saw some aerialist stretching that's in the it. green room. That is all I've seen.
1: <laughs> Sometimes that's its own show, though. It's, it's what they do to me as I'm a talking comedy act, so I'm not physical. I'm like, that's. You don't do that on stage? That's how you get ready to go on stage?
4: Yeah, truly. It's, it's impressive.
1: So, what, what are you serving today?
4: Today, we have snack boxes. Which are different salads, including a cauliflower tahini salad, Mediterranean bean salad, Israeli couscous salad with grapes, which is my favorite, and the tuna salad, which seems to be everyone else's favorite.
1: (laughs) Now, is is there a snack sponsor today?
4: Uh, There is our dinner sponsor today, which is uh, Angela and Christian Cabot. They got dinner for us from Merch Masala.
1: Very cool. Thank you to them. See, the (laughs) the festival keeps everyone fed. (laughs) Truly. It really does. Excellent. Thanks for chatting. Thank you. Hi, I'm Rona. Rona. And so what do you do here?
3: I work with the food folks. I prepare food, make some of the salads, serve food. It. How long have you been doing it? Oh, somewhere between 10 and 15 years. Wow, that's a long time. That's yeah. That's older than you look. Oh, thank you. <laughs> and how did you get involved in it? Actually, my daughter used to perform with Moisture Festival years ago, and I think that's where I first heard about it. And uh, then some friends were volunteering, and I just came out to join them. Who's your daughter? Uh, Her name's Adrienne. Okay. And what, um... Was she an aerialist? She was. She is. Yeah. Uh,
1: Duo something? Was it a partner act with a bald dude?
3: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Okay. Yeah. What
3: were they? I cannot
1: remember. Duo Volta? Duo
3: Volta. I think so, yeah. That's who she was performing with at Moisture Festival. Okay, yeah. She's performing with someone else down there.
1: Yeah, I had met them actually here when I performed in the burlesque venue for a couple oh, nights okay. with them. And they were the aerialist in the show.
6: So. Yeah.
1: Very cool. Um, what's, what's the big hit tonight? What's, what's the thing everyone you think is going to order? Tuna fish. <laughs> we are in the Northwest,
5: so.
3: yeah. yeah. It's always a popular item.
5: Very cool. Thank you. Yeah,
3: you're welcome. Nice to meet you.
5: And then have have you been up to the theater? Uh, give me the, the tour. tour. Okay. So this staircase gets opened. Hey, hey, mate. When the this is the Broadway Performance Hall office off limits to us. While the Broadway Performance Hall staff
1: office is off limits to us to hang out in, everyone there is awesome and very friendly. Ben steps out of the office for a quick chat. My name's Benjamin. Benjamin, what do you do here?
7: Uh, I'm one of the stage technicians with Broadway Performance Hall.
1: Oh, very cool. So
7: tonight I'm house managing, though.
1: So. Oh, yes. excellent. So you're working hard because the show's going right now. Yes, exactly. <laughs> okay. All the
7: audience is seated, enjoying the show, and so now we're just kind of watching the lobby.
1: Now, have you been to a moisture festival before
7: this? No. I have not. Uh, I actually, I came back, my first day back last year was actually helping Moisture Fest load out. Mm. So I just barely missed it. This is my first year. So excited to be here.
1: Have you seen any of the shows yet?
7: Oh, yes. Yes, I saw opening night and uh, just finished the first show for tonight.
1: So what sort of acts do
7: you like? Oh, I like them all. I think each one is a little bit unique. Uh, aerialists, you know there's the complexity and just the physical strength same thing with like the hand-to-hand and all those types of acts and, and then you have the comedy groups which is hilarious juggling all of it
1: so what sort of stuff normally comes through here oh well, we get everything from
7: dance performances to lectures um we had elizabeth warren in recently mm-hmm. um so we get a little we get a little bit of everything that's what's nice about this space is it's it's kind of uh the center of the community here in capitol hill and
1: so you said you've been here what just over a
7: year? Uh, I've actually started um, in the spring of 2019. Okay. With a brief break, of course, because of the okay. pandemic. Um, yeah. Yeah. So about four years now.
1: So. Nice. What is your? What's the favorite show you've worked on? Uh,
7: that's hard. I think each show has like those little special moments that I always remember and treasure. Mm-hmm. Um. One for me was the the Flying Kar- Karamazov Brothers. Yep. A great group! I I remember seeing them when I was a kid. I used to, I grew up at Renaissance fairs, so I saw them at different performances there. We you know ran in the same circles, and so getting to work on that show is a special treat. Nice. And of course, now Moisture Guys. Well, and of course, half those guys are here right now. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. It's hard to escape them. <laughs> they are everywhere. You no know one juggler, you know them all.
1: <laughs> now, do you? Are, do you?
7: Have any weird skills? Oh. I used to. I'm retired from performing now. <laughs> What'd you do? <laughs> uh, I used to do, I used to act. Um, everything Everything but singing. Okay. So I even did a little bit of juggling back in the day. Oh. Uh, yeah, one of my first jobs as a, as a, as a kid was actually uh, stage managing uh, at the Renaissance Fair for uh, two uh, jugglers and comedians. Nice. So, uh, and they, they thought it was funny to teach the you know, the 12-year-old different tricks. So mm-hmm. done a little bit of everything. Yeah. That's super awesome. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So in a weird way, this is in your wheelhouse oh, then. absolutely. <laughs> These are my folks. Turning left at the office, we head to the elevator and up to the fourth floor. So, and four, Oh, and they're, they're labeled for us performers.
5: <laughs> oh, only those who can read. <laughs> and will read. Which seems to be few and far between, considering the questions I'm asked that are answered on the artist website. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay, man. So, the lobby, the bar, if you want something alcoholic.
1: So, what are you all doing? Serving drinks. Serving drinks? What's the most popular drink here?
6: Oh, I think the Dapper Dan. What's, what's in the Dabber Dan? Dabber Dan is ginger ale, rye, and a, a kiss of Cointreau. Ooh, a kiss of Cointreau. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't think I have uh, that, that, that uh, <laughs> spoon in my kitchen. <laughs> yeah, well, do you want to know the precise measure, it's 25 milliliters per liter of liquor. There you go.
1: <laughs> is <this a> really <laughs> That
6: really is. We do, we do them in big batches here. We don't have time for uh, <laughs> mixing everyone. stuff. Yeah, no, no. You don't get an individual kiss. We kiss them all at once. Now, yeah. this is the first year, because they didn't really have hard liquor at Hale's. Right. Well, the situation there was, of course hails themselves around their bar so we've been doing the bar here for six or seven years but only for for less oh yeah but this year there is no there we obviously the festival well actually the bar tonight is being run by uh, Chitakwa, uh because you can only have so many nights a year is kind of how it works but yeah we're running a bar here every every time the show's open nice so yeah nice so what what does it look like i need Ooh boy, I have no idea. What do you? I, I actually, the Dapper Dan is my favorite. I, would I recommend I, it.
8: I was gonna say Dapper Dan.
6: I clearly, I'm wearing my, my finest plaid shirt today. There you go. Yes. Yeah, and your pomade is on point. I was gonna say something, but. All right, I have to. There you go. Let me know what you think. All right. Yes. So this is the Dapper Dan. Dapper Dan. You know how this got invented? How? So uh, one of our volunteers invented a drink that was cucumber soda and gin. And she decided to call it the Blonde Bombshell, for reasons you might be able to figure out. Mm-hmm. And we were serving that at a party, and somebody decided we needed a gender different name. And we literally came up with the name Dapper Dan, and then had to come up with what we thought a Dapper Dan would taste like. Oh. This is the drink we came up with. You were like one of those movies that started with the title first. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah.
1: All right, I just tasted it. I think that is what I needed in my face. Nailed it. Glad you like. it.
5: And then... These staircases go up to the back of the theater, mm-hmm. the back row. Oh, yeah, because there's no balcony here. There's no balcony. What does this theater hold? Uh, just under 300, I think. Okay, what did Hales hold? Just under 300. Okay. Actually, about about the same size difference being that, that Hales... For matinees, we could throw a bunch of kids on the floor <laughs> and, and let them a, sit versus just throwing them off. The and floor. also there was also, stand, there was also we we a standing room. Here there's no standing room. Maybe twelve minutes or fifteen minutes, oh. probably a half hour. It is the, the house manager, okay. so he's training oh, the half hour for the lobby and uh, this door goes power. up to the yeah, light. Yeah, okay.
0: Gotcha.
5: Um, gotcha. And then at seven
0: twenty the van will start. Here's up. the theater.
5: So this is all raked. raked. It's all raked um alan potkin uh, was stationed over there doing the video the back row s- some of the seats in the back row are reserved for volunteers mm-hmm. so the volunteers who are working who want to see the show can sit in the upper corners here now the big difference is there's no performer standing area like Hales. correct so the other interesting thing at Hales, it was hard for people in back to see the stage surface uh-huh. here anyone sitting in the first two rows has a hard time seeing what's actually happening right on the stage surface ah. so row three is sort of prime ah. front row you're at eye level with the stage and the full lights are in front of you yeah uh,
1: so oh so you have performer seating up front to burn seating the seating here and uh, on
5: stage left and right stage left and right and then Staircase from the stage to the audience Uh for for performers to bring up a volunteer, or for um, at the end of the show, the cast comes off that staircase, splits, some go up this aisle, some go up that aisle, and into the lobby. The bar is right around the corner. Okay, awesome! Here is the long backstage crossover.
1: we don't have any uh magicians making the lady appear in the back of the audience (laughs) (laughs) on our way backstage we run into another performer michael evolution who is a veteran of teatro zanzani cirque du soleil and it's also his first time at the moisture festival so we've got michael evolution here from the netherlands how did you end up at the moisture festival
9: so i ran into the moisture festival through a recommendation from uh, an artist friend from berlin germany and I looked it up, and I liked it, and then I reached out to Moistervest a couple of years ago, and finally I'm here. You know. <laughs> now you
1: were supposed to be here in 2021, last year, but had to cancel. 2022. 2022 sorry. <laughs> 2022, and you had to cancel. Uh,
9: yeah. No. So um, I followed up. Uh, Tim first followed followed up with me uh, last year if I would be available for the Moisturvest 2021, 2022. <laughs> and um but unfortunately i was occupied in the contract so i wasn't able to to join Moistervest. but um this year i reached out and i said hey i might have you know a slot open so let's make it happen and i'm here now so i'm happy to be here
1: this is your first year at the festival how do you describe what you do
9: so what i do is i'm doing a basketball freestyle juggling act and i've been doing this act for over 15 years um and it's just a lot of fun to make a, a joyful party and, and show my skill set uh, to the audience, yeah. What is basketball freestyle juggling? Okay, so it's it's kind of like an open style with, like let's say you have a basketball uh, and you can actually like try to be creative with it, um, do basketball tricks, spin the ball on the finger, uh, under the leg, uh, toss it up, catch it, you know, uh, with uh, in, in your neck um and then you have the multiple uh basketballs that you can throw in the air you can bounce it uh sim- um, simultaneously um and do like uh, crazy manipulating uh movements with it yeah so most basketballs you can manipulate at once so i'm currently training with five basketballs but in my act i'm doing up to three um but I can I can do up to five. Wow! So so three is solid. Five is five. Five is is it, it's like one specific trick that um, I'm working on. But it just takes time to have it stage ready. So it's it's more it's more like I, I calculate the percentage level of control, and once I reach like ninety between ninety and ninety five percent, then I feel comfortable to showcase it on the stage. But the four basketballs, for example, I can do four basketballs. That, that is solid. But I have different, kind of, uh, different version acts. And within this act, I go up to three. And then with another act, I can do up to four.
1: And how did you get into doing this as a performance?
9: So that's a funny story, actually. Um, I, I don't come from a circus background. Um, actually, I graduated in finances and in, insurance. Um, <laughs> so, wait, wait. So, so, finance and insurance is the gateway to freestyle basketball? I, I, I guess. I guess. But, no, I, I started, like, playing soccer when I was six years, uh, from starting from the age of six till 13. And then I decided to go play basketball. Um, and then I saw this commercial on uh, MTV Music Television. Um and there was this um, commercial from Africa Bambata uh, where you saw like a bunch of like NBA players and doing like um, basketball dribbling, and there were some trick ballers as well. And I was quite you know inspired by that. And then I thought, let me just give it a try and do some basketball tricks. So um, I kind of like um, grew fast with developing basketball tricks, and then I went to uh, a basketball school tournament. And then I got recruited by a basketball show team. And that's how I ended up doing more basketball tricks. And I started to train more and more and more. And when I graduated, then I visualized the potential that this could be something towards theater, uh, circus, uh, variety. And and then I just pursued that path. So I was like, I had a choice to go to university or... (laughs) to pursue my path into the entertainment industry and that's what I did so um and then I just got into circus I saw these bouncing ball jugglers and I was like hey that's cool so then I developed with basketballs bouncing the basketballs as well and that's kind of like I trained like seven eight hours a day um and then you know from the basics into like be more creative and create that difficulty level to uh you know to another level um, and that's kind of like how my act got together uh, throughout the years yeah
1: so now last night was your first night at the festival performing how were the crowds
9: the the audience is great yeah they great, they give like very uh, good energy and they really appreciate each performer on stage um, so it's uh, it was a wonderful opening uh, opening night
1: excellent and you're looking forward to tonight then
9: <laughs> me too all right <laughs> awesome. thank you all oh, good, my pleasure. Backstage access and the
5: fly rail. Yeah? Kiki, here's a heads up. Uh, mm-hmm. Alex Feldman.
8: Alex, okay.
5: Who performed some years ago, he plays, there's a comedy routine playing three recorders mm-hmm. things. Um, he is scheduled to perform week two and he worked out his music with Mark. Uh, he's flying into town uh a few days early to hang out and visit friends um he's you know he offered today to perform this sunday evening if needed because hockey so visa is still in limbo right it is needed so he's just been added to the 7:30 30 show he <laughs> <laughs> um, need more
8: recorder players
5: <laughs> <laughs> i think no, he plays th- three at once right on yeah so anyway um if possible he likes to work with the live band absolutely i told him to contact you Acc- but Acc- he, awesome. He doesn't have a sound file, if if you can't do something uh, with him, he said it's fine, right. he can just do it without a live cool. band, yeah, he, yeah. he doesn't need recorded music, other than recorders music. it's uh, <laughs> anyway, th- funny because
8: we have two recorder players in our band, You know. Uh, anyway, just
5: a heads up that he should cool, be getting thanks. in touch with you soon. Right on.
8: <laughs> How's it going? <laughs> yeah, someone sent me a sound file like Friday, because like, we're a late, no, like, yeah, Friday, of, of, no, it was like Monday or something, because they were a late ad. Oh, can you work with this guy? I was like, I think so, but... And then it's like, no, because it's electronically layered stuff, and it's like, I can't decipher it in time, because it's five minutes. Can't
5: the same charts?
8: <laughs> charts? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the only person I've ever gotten charts from... Uh, two people, actually. Um, no, actually, it's three now. I got um, charts from uh, uh, Al Simmons.
1: Uh-huh. Not actually, surprising at all.
8: And actually, I, I wrote up a chart. I had a chart written up for his, his Carmen piece, and he said, could you send me PDFs of that chart? I said, of course. <laughs> so he now has my charts. <laughs> um, and then uh, um, the, the the tuba players last year, the Suzebun players last year. Uh, 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 the uh, Pippia Sisters. Sisters. Yes, thank you. Yeah. Right. And then um, uh, Rad, the, the Portland Circle of Circus folks, sent me right. the charts for a... a March Fourth tune that they do Uh a thing too, so we've been playing that since. (laughs) I had to modify it greatly, of course, because our band is tiny compared to theirs. Yeah,
5: Yeah, and where are your tall
1: stilt walkers? After chatting with Kiki Hood about some last-minute additions, we continue our journey through the theater. And then this goes all the
5: way around. This goes all the way around through that curtain. That goes back out to the lobby. It goes back out to the lobby, or if you take an immediate right turn, you get to the front of stage where there are four chairs for performers to sit in. Very cool. Here's the stage access.
9: Back yep. The wings.
5: And this is stair. So
1: we're almost about to complete our loop, I think. Uh-huh. There's Ed checking all the egresses.
5: Yeah, I've controlled. told, anytime I see these props open,
1: I need to lock it. Anyway, and then we come right back through to where we start, okay. Since I'm not performing today, I'm gonna swing up to the bar for a quick drink. How's it going out here?
4: It's going great. We're having a good time.
1: So it's almost intermission. You're getting ready for the rush. Yes. So what do you do to warm up for the rush? Are you like the uh, airless? Are you out there stretching for 20 yeah, minutes? Yeah, doing
4: some deep knee bends, <laughs> some like arm presses. Because, you know, pouring drinks, it's a lot of arm work.
1: So, <laughs> yeah, for weeks coming in this, you're doing your... Yeah,
4: doing some push-ups yeah, back some here. Burpees. So, yeah, getting it all done. And refilling the bar and all that stuff, too. What's, what's that? Yeah, I know. So what's the
1: big drink you're serving? What's the most um, popular
4: I think it might be the tassel twirler this evening. Oh, okay. Yeah. And what's that? It is a very delicious cocktail with a blood orange vodka, a pomegranate, and papaya juices, and some little bit of lime juice. Lime juice. Yeah, don't forget the lime juice. Don't it's very
1: important. The lime juice. <laughs> <laughs> is, that, is it gross, is it gross yeah. without it?
4: No, no, it's just even better with it. Uh,
1: yeah. So the the hard after the, the cocktails are new for me because mm-hmm. I normally perform at the uh, it would have been at Hales. Yeah. So right. no hard liquor.
4: Yeah. No. So here I we get to do that.
1: One year they had Sparkle Donkey as a sponsor.
4: I do remember that. It was quite a year. We'll just I say think that was
1: year I discovered Lyft.
4: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's a good call. After all, that Sparkle Donkey.
1: Yes. Thank you. Yeah. Once the early show is over. The performers will head to the boardroom for an amazing dinner.
6: We have rice. We have chicken tikka masala. We have something with an Indian name. That's cauliflower and <laughs> potatoes. And we have my all-time favorite saag paneer. Right. And we have uh, naan bread. Right. And of course some salad. Yeah, you gotta end with salad. That takes the, up that's yeah. The space. Yeah. And I just can tell you right now, there is not going to be enough room on this plate for salad. Thank God. You're just. You're, All right. You're out of that. You can right. still have dessert. So we've got the name we can't pronounce. Yes, I think the name is up there. You might alu-gobi. be able to read it down. Yeah. It's what? Alugobi. Alugobi? Mhm. All right. Would you like some alugobi? Yes.
1: I will. But now you were hyping this stuff.
6: I love this stuff. It's spinach basically. I love spinach. And, and this stuff is it looks um, like toast cheese. Oh, no, cheese. No, it's just kind it's a very of Indian cheese. cheese. It's
1: like the queso fresco they make in Mexico. Simple cheese is my high school nickname. (laughs) Simple cheese.
6: (laughs) You the simple cheese. Okay, and I'll just say, I don't think you want to mix this.
1: Oh, I I want it in a dish, and then, should I dip the naan in it, or just... Just put the naan on top.
6: Okay, like a lid. And there you have it, sir. Awesome, thank Um, you. A full Indian meal, and let me point out, you can come back for a second. <laughs> I will.
1: I've had a blast at my first day here at the Broadway Performance Hall, which is the 2023 home of the Moisture Festival. You will love it, too. Tickets are still on sale for the rest of the festival. We have two weeks left. You can get tickets at MoistureFestival.org. Thanks to everyone behind the scenes who makes the Moisture Festival happen. Without them, the festival wouldn't happen. If you'd like to volunteer for the Moisture Festival, simply go to moisturefestival.org and click the Contribute button for more information. We want to thank you for listening to the Moisture Festival podcast. If you haven't bought tickets yet for the festival, you can do that at moisturefestival.org. You can also find out information about volunteering or supporting it financially as well. Just click on the contribute button.
0: You can also find Moisture Festival, they are on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube if you want to check out more details on any of those social network sites. If you want to find out more information on Louie and I, we do a podcast together that is completely different than this podcast and it is called the odd and off beat podcast and you can find that on any platform that you get your podcasts at if you would like to find out information on Louie and i's shows you can do so by visiting louis site which is louis
1: fox with two xscom and matt baker's site comedystuntshow.com dot com spelt the way you would expect it to be spelled yes. And we want to thank all the volunteers, performers, sponsors, donors, board members, producers of the Moisture Festival for helping make this thing happen. Absolutely. A lot of moving parts and they do a wonderful job at
0: creating a very unique experience that you cannot get anywhere else. Have a great day. Thanks for listening. Thank you for listening to Moisture Festival podcast and stay moist.